The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. The horses are at the gate. Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. That's right. Music plays on. I'm here each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, each and every week talking about the sport of kings. As I always say, what else is there to talk about? That's what us horse racing fans, we do. We like to talk about horses, and more so, we like to play them. Last week, we held our own, and the blogs are rolling, and the biggins, well, they're just plain red hot. But you have to see for yourself, just dial up www.winningponies.com, take a look at the archives, sign up. The proof is in the pudding. They speak for themselves, and we'll let them speak a little bit later here in the show, what is happening tonight here on Winning Ponies? We'll have a recap of last week. Kind of touch on everything. Things are starting to heat up. First week in May, looking at the calendar, cannot believe it's right around the corner. We're going to have an update of races to come. That's what's happening this weekend. Then the biggins. I'm going to let you hear first handily from Friday, February 27th on to today. What's been happening? Big news in racing. Then we go into our special guest of the week, and this is veteran rider Bill Troilo. He just picked up his 2,500th win. Very impressive. Joins an elite group. Not many have reached that plateau. Bill's a good guy. I think you're definitely going to want to tune in for that. I think you're going to find him probably on one of the big TV networks if he settles down in uh, – and really does what he wants to, Bill will make it in the big leagues. A lot of fun. Nice guy. You want to stay tuned for that. Then we got our man, Dangerous Dan. Winners for the weekend. Don't pump this guy's head up any higher. He's doing well, and he knows it. Dangerous Dan, our third segment. And then we wrap it up in our final furlong, and that is handicapping with yours truly. And we're going to be talking about things that I've seen in the, in the past performances. In the magic, we're going to divine the waters. We are actually going to pull out some winners for the weekend and let you plan ahead. All you have to do is dial us up at one triple eight three four six nine one four four. Once again, one triple eight three four six nine one four four. Got a question? Got a call? You can dial us up. You can do it. We'd love to hear from you. Recapping last week, real quick, a commanding win in California. Mild upsets in Florida and Kentucky highlighted. The weekend Kentucky Derby prep action with the Run for the Roses just two months away now. The Pamplemousse, I believe it's French for grapefruit, and it's a restaurant in California, dominated Saturday's $200,000 sham stakes at Santa Anita, moving into the ranks, the top ranks, of the Kentucky Derby contenders and setting up a potential showdown with Pioneer of the Now in the Santa Anita Derby. In Florida, Quality Road posted a mild upset in Saturday's $250,000 fastly tipped fountain of U-Stakes at Gulfstream and moved squarely back into the Florida Derby picture, while favorite Captain Candyman can finish fourth, lacking bit of a late punch. Turfway Park, Proceed B upset odds on favorite Parade Clown in Saturday's $100,000 John Battaglia Memorial. Five-wide stretch move, really nice run indeed. As I said before, the Pamplemousse, the name is taken from a restaurant near Del Mar. Shot right to the front in the sham, set a brisk but unpressured pace by Alex Solis. After six panels, 110 and one in a mile and 135 flat, the Kentucky-bred Cafuain Colt opened up and coasted home by six lengths, ridden out very nicely, takes the points, Chases all the way, finished second, going to be second best on this day, while Mr. Hot Stuff 
came from way out of the clouds to finish third. The Pamplemousse trained by Julio Canani ran the mile and eighth on the all-weather track in 147-4. and four. He came in the race off a win in last month's San Rafael. And so Lease is really excited. That's right. This guy says he's never ridden anything like him. He has a high cruising speed and getting more and more amazing. I mean, that is amazing in itself that Alex Silly says it. I mean, he's ridden some of the best. Kanani, he's going crazy. I'll touch on that here in a little bit. But that's a quick recap of what was happening last week. Update of races to come. This weekend, this Saturday, Aqueduct, we got the Toboggan and the Gotham. Louisiana Downs, the Magnolia. Tampa Bay, we got the Challenger. Out of Turfway Park, the Wintergreen Stakes. Sunland Park, the West Texas Maturity Stakes. And at Gulfstream, the Honey Fox. And the Sunshine State Stakes. Laurel has the Wide Country. Oakland, the Razorback. Santa Anita, full plate here. The Santa Anita Handicap, the Kilroy Mile Handicap, and the Santa Anita Oaks. And Tampa Bay has the Challenger. That's all on Saturday for you. So you have a full lineup there. If you can't find action on Saturday, you're just not plain looking. Biggins. That's right, Biggins. Winning Ponies is proud of them. And we just hope that you are bored because that's why they're created for you, the patron. This is the best way to go to the races. We're going to kick it off on Friday, February 27th, 56 total. 56 total biggins. And, I mean, they range from huge to really nice. Winner of the day goes to Charlestown race number two, a Superfecta key, $6,453. Next was Laurel race three, a Superfecta, $1,752.40. Not bad on Friday the 27th. There was 56 total on that day. And then we go on to Saturday, February 28th, 108 total biggins. That's smoking. Leading the day was Gulfstream Race 8 at Superfecta Key, $12,050, and don't forget 40 cents. And then it goes to Will Rogers Downs, Race 12 at Superfecta, $9,485 and 80 cents. Not bad for WRD, and Charlestown brings up the rear, a Superfecta, listen to this, $7,013.20. On to Sunday, March 1st, starting off a new month, 62 total biggins, topping the charge, Gulfstream Race 8, a Superfecta key, 5259.20. Right behind it, Charlestown, race number three, a super box, 4133 even. On the Monday, March 2nd, only 25, only 25 total biggins. Louisiana Downs, race number five, caps the day, Superfecta, $18,116.60. Right behind it was Turf Paradise, race number four, $3,456.80. Not bad. Then we go into Tuesday, March 3rd, 34 total biggins. Topping the big one that day, Will Rogers Downs. Again, race number three, a super box, 6,387.80. Then we go on to Wednesday, March 4th, 60 total biggins, heating it up again. Will Rogers Downs got their number. Race number five, a super key, 15,873.20. Not bad for WRD. And then we round out today, Thursday, March 5th, 30 total biggins. Golden Gate, race number five, a super high five key. 3,906 even. Gulfstream race four, Superfecta key, 3,860.80. Not bad for the biggins at all. So you can't say that they are not paying. So we know that Pamplemousse gets loose and wins in the sham. Impressive. So he says he's never written anything like him. I mean, I saw the Pamplemousse, and I hope you did. Quoting Julio Canani, I think I'm the only animal sweating more than a horse, he said. Canani admitted he was more jittery than a horse before the race. I'm always nervous whether running a $10,000 claim is. I'm nervous anyway because it's in my blood. This guy is a character. But then speaking about what's in his blood, Julio Canani charged with a DUI. Trainer of the top three-year-old, the Pamplemousse, was arrested Sunday. He was letting the Badger loose. He's 71 years old. He was just released from jail. He's out celebrating a little too much. But you know what? Here's the best part. He's got to be back in court three or four days before the Derby. 
So Julio Canani, he's a regular guy with regular plans. He made it all happen. We know about Quality Road, what he did in the Fountain of Youth. Impressive run. John Velasquez goes back-to-back, winning the Canadian turf with Twilight Meteor, and then the Fountain of Youth with Quality Road. How he rolled in the Fountain of Youth was very impressive. Also, there goes JoJo, made a big move in this race, being swung wide in the stretch, and was a clear-cut second. Wasn't going to beat Quality Road on this day, but there goes JoJo is one in my book that really needs to be watched upon. File it under, it's about time. Our good friends at ESPN.com. There was good news last week coming out of the California Horse Racing Board, which announced that it's preparing to rescind what was among the dumbest rule in horse racing. After a mandatory 45-day comment period, California will likely remove a rule from its books that prohibited its tracks from sending signals to wagering outlets that provided rebates. It's simple math. Most players bet without rebates in the teeth and destructively high takeout rates. That's among the main reasons, main reasons that horse racing isn't more popular with most gamblers. It's just too hard to win. A savvy handicapper, the big bankroll, will go broke in time. But the rebates changes everything. The same better who can lose can become a winner when a rebate is factored in. Thanks to rebate, there are many big bettors out there wagering millions each year who otherwise may not be betting a dime on horse racing. Some shops give you 10% back. Rebates are good for business. Case closed. Speaking of case closed, our man Bill Troilo is going to be our special guest of the week. As I said before, you're going to want to stay tuned. He's one of the nice guys in racing. So stay tuned for more action as we head into our first break here on Winnie Ponies. And I buy the bar, double round the crown, and everybody's getting down in this town. Ain't never gonna be the same. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Judy. Freedom, country, family, they're the values that make America strong and what our armed forces are fighting to defend. While many talk about these ideals without action, they are just empty words. If you think America's military families deserve more, log on to thanksusa.org. It's a great way to thank our troops and give military families the gift of education. Thanksusa.org. Scholarships for America's military families. You can make a difference. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back to Winning Ponies, segment number two. I'm Ed Meyer. It is this time each and every week we have our special guest in Winning Ponies is honored to have the newest member of the 2500 Club, Career Victory Club it is, Mr. Bill Troilo. Good evening, Billy. How you doing? Ed, how you doing? It's good, to, good to hear from you. Good evening, my friend. Hey, and congratulations on your milestone. Oh, There's very few that have made this that far. <laughs> I never thought I'd get there. Well, I definitely did because I've been watching you toil and ply your trade. I mean, there, I mean... 99 to 1, 1 to 9, they get the same ride from you. 
Well, you know, the horses don't know what the odds are on them, and, uh, you know, they're, they're going to run as hard as they can, and, uh, you know, you got to give them the same effort. So you never know when that gate opens what's going to happen, and uh, you just try to put them in the best possible spot to win and uh, hope for the best. William Dino Troilo, and I say Dino, I, is that from Dean Martin? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I like my it. father's Italian, and, uh, you know, he gave me <laughs> He gave me that name when I was born, and uh, that that's who it's uh, mimic after, D. Martin. Well, hey, not a, not a cooler guy in town. <laughs> but give us a little bio about uh, Billy Troilo. Where were you born? Sports? Uh, I want to know everything about you. I want our listeners to know all about Bill Troilo, veteran rider. Well, I'm from Philadelphia. I was born on uh, March 17th of 1961, and uh, I, I grew up... Uh, playing all kinds of sports, but I really excelled at uh, playing ice hockey in high school. And um, my senior year, I led the city in scoring in Philadelphia, and we won the city championship, and, uh, and it was really exciting. And uh, I've played basketball my life, football, baseball, and I was fortunate enough in 2000 to be voted into my high school Hall of Fame for playing hockey. And uh, even when I came to Kentucky, I played a lot of basketball, and I got an opportunity to play a lot of uh, charity games with a lot of the Bengals and um, seniors at the University of Kentucky and Cincinnati. So, um, yeah, I've always possessed some good athletic skills, and uh, I always wanted to be an athlete. But I guess uh, being five foot one and 110 pounds, you know, my, my hockey days uh, were limited. So I went into something else to be an athlete, and it's worked out for me. I'll say it has worked out for you. You know, one time heard that the uh, the two toughest jobs where you had to be the most physically active, one was a jockey, the other was motocross. I mean, any truth to that? Uh, absolutely. Um, people don't realize how tiring it is to ride a racehorse and, and how much, you know, we weigh 110 pounds, and in the stretch of a race, you know, when horses are getting tired, it's up to our strength to pick a horse up and get him to the finish line. And other than, you know, riding... If I'm not at the track riding, I'm at the gym working out, and it's a constant process, and especially since I'm getting older, I'm competing against um, guys that are half my age. So it's always been a process for me to keep working out and working out and having my body as fit as I can. Bill is it's a natural athlete and a natural uh, gifted athlete that, you know, as you said, you you played practically every sport and excelled in some Hall of Fame in 2000 in, in hockey. How did you cut your teeth as a rider? Uh, it's funny because um, the guy that used to cut my hair in Philadelphia where I grew up, he knew a guy that played in the Philadelphia Orchestra, and um, he got me connected with him because he owned some horses, and he had some partnerships with um, horses with a, a gentleman named George Arnold in Lexington, and um, he contacted him, and um, George Arnold agreed to teach me how to ride, so when I left high school, I came to Lexington, and uh, he taught me how to ride, and then it it took me about two and a half years before I rode my first race, and I mean, he taught me the ins and outs uh, of horses. Uh, I had to sleep in the barn, you know, with the horses. Uh, I mean, I rubbed their legs. I, I took care of them. You know, I learned every aspect before I ever rode a race, and and uh, it gave me a good foundation. And uh, I'm so grateful for him because he gave me a, a great opportunity, you know, to, to take a kid out of Philadelphia didn't know anything about horses at all and was able to make a solid career out of it. When you speak of George Arnold, George Rusty Arnold, he's, uh, he's tough on the Keeneland circuit, and he's really tough on the, the Florida circuit. In the form, they, you know how the form will uh, sometimes bring out and they'll prognosticate a bit. They said he really targets two meets, Florida and Keeneland, but, I mean, he, he seems honest everywhere. He actually, he actually saddles a horse. He, do, he does, and he's done very well in New York. And, um, you know, just like... Any other trainer, he had to reinvent himself. Um, you know, he, he had to to um, go out and hustle new owners. And, and um, you know, when he was up in New York, you know, with every outfit, you know, you have ups and downs. And, and for a while, being in New York, you know, the horses weren't fitting like like he was hoping they would. So he came back to Kentucky, and, and he just kind of rebuilt again. And you know, Rusty's an excellent horseman, and he's given me such a great opportunity and, and when I get a chance to ride for him it's just really exciting I want to do my best for him but you know Rusty's an exceptional trainer well 
is he's only as good as the guy on the back and the uh, the horse flesh underneath you. But I do agree, and I think uh, probably the the uh, the backs I would agree as well. And because I always pay heed when I notice that uh, he's saddling a horse, no matter where it's at, if it's Will Rogers Downs or it's Gulfstream or New York, I always pay attention. Billy, I have to ask you. I know you keep in shape. And I know you're ready, and I know the, it, no matter what the horse is, you always give your best effort. It's something that I've known you for years, and, and I've seen it. No matter what it is, you always give your best. But I have to ask you, do you have a favorite runner over the years? Um, there's, there's quite a lot. Um, I, you know, I just rode a horse named Carrie Ann that uh, won a graded stake at, at Churchill, and I got an opportunity to ride some really good Ohio breads and uh, like Devil Time, that I won the Best Ohio, and um, and Facts of Freddy. I mean, there, there's a no, number of horses that I won on the Ohio circuit. But uh, you know, I've won over 80 stakes, so you know, there's quite a, a lot of horses over the years that have become favorites, and it's kind of hard to mention them all. But uh, you know, any horse to me that gives their all, even if it's a five thousand dollar claimer, they're one of my favorites to ride. Because they go out there and they don't leave nothing on the track, and, and uh, when they try that hard, you can't help but like them. Spoken as a true competitor would, I have to say. Now, when you mentioned Carillion, that was your first greatest stake in, uh, in November at Churchill, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, it's uh, you know riding on the Kentucky Circuit a lot of times at Turfway Park and Ellis Park, and you know there's not a lot of graded stakes at those places, but there is a Keeneland and Churchill, but those uh you know, premium mounts, they're hard to come by. Uh, you know, there's a lot of top riders, and, and the competition is so fierce that, uh, you know, when you can get on a live horse like that and do good, you're very lucky. That I do agree with. And speaking of lucky, I was watching uh, Turfway Park today. In the last race, I saw this guy. I mean, I would have swore that it was the reincarnation of Eddie Arcaro. Coming down the lane, it was a great ride. Who was aboard the winner of the last race of Turfway today? <laughs> I think that was me. <laughs> <laughs> was it a little tight with Victor LeBron? Yeah, and I tell you what, it was so windy out there today. It was blowing horses all over the place. And when we were coming down the lane, Victor's horse just veered out and just sideswiped me. You know, from the wind blowing him out, and then. And then I guess Victor was hitting him left-handed, so he had some more encouragement to, to come out. But, uh, you know, he he bumped my horse pretty good, but my horse could show good courage, you know, to continue on. And, uh, you know, luckily I got the victory. Over 2,500 wins and 80 stakes. It's a very dangerous sport. Where do you see your final mount taking you down the road, Bill? Uh, probably my final mount, you know, probably be at Turfway. Um, for the the fact that uh, my wife works at Turfway and she's been there 25 years and, it, you know, it'd be special for her to be there, especially if I can win it. And uh, she's been so supportive over the years and, you know, she's my rock and uh, I would like to ride my last horse at Turfway. Well, having the the, uh, the pleasure of knowing your wife, she's more than your rock, she's your boss, and she will tell you if you've done something wrong on the track when you get <laughs> home. I'm sure it's a long ride home. <laughs> you know, she she's my biggest fan and she's my worst critic <laughs> all at the same time. You know, she she's as honest as they come and uh you know, if she feels like I screwed up or she don't agree with anything, believe me, she'll let me know about it. Well Mary Troilo, director of Simulcasting in Turfway Park and, and she wears many hats and, and that's just not the the one. She she's multifaceted and she's been a long runner in the game herself and uh I would say that is a great compliment. Uh, for the ride home, you have a you have a very hard rider that applies this trade, and you and you also get an honest opinion. So I'm sure that's a, a pretty interesting car ride home. But Bill, I have to ask: when racing's over, what do we see you doing? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I would love to do some TV, you know, personality, just because I think jockeys give such a great insight to horse racing. Because like any other sport. You know, most people have played football, basketball, anything, so they have some concept about the game and what goes on in the game. But most people don't know about horse racing, about, you know, exactly leaving the gate, you know, around the turn, when to make a move. And I think a lot of people that follow horse racing, I mean, that's one of their dreams is to ride a racehorse and, and to see how it feels like 
to come down the stretch, especially, you know, when you win in a race. And I think a jockey can give such great insight to horse racing and, and try to help the sport out because, you know, even with the economy, even before the economy, I mean, horse racing has slowed up a lot. The younger generation, they're not big fans of horse racing. So we need to try to get them on board and try to get them interested in horse racing. And, you know, I, I think I, that I can give a perspective, you know, to insight of a horse race and make them understand what is going on during the course of a race. And, um, you know, I, I think the younger generation would really love horse racing if they understood it. You're very well-spoken. And and I agree completely. Who better than listening? I enjoy when I listen to riders at Gary Stevens. I listen to them on board, and it's always uh, it's always exciting to hear that. Billy, there's one I have to ask you. Have you ever thought about being a track announcer? <laughs> I think I'll pass on that. I, <laughs> I think we both gave, go on that one. You gave now. me an opportunity uh, <laughs> a couple months back at River Downs, and uh, I don't think I did too good of a job. You but, did a great but, job. You did a great job. <laughs> Billy, I'd like I to wish like you my luck. I wish you luck, my friend, with whatever you do in racing and after racing. Stay out of the announcer's booth for sure. <laughs> I think we're going to be yeah, seeing you on TVG someday. <laughs> So, Bill, thank, thanks so much, and we'll be seeing you at the races. Ed, it's great to talk to you, buddy. You take care of yourself. Thank you, Bill. That's from Bill Trilo, member of the 2500 Club. Great guy. I think you'll see him on TV. He's got a face for it. And as he said, who better than to bring the perspective than a rider? Well, it's time to head into a break. When we return, we're going to be talking to our man, Dangerous Dan. So stay tuned for more Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then... Time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer here each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Five Pacific talking about the sport of kings. Just finished up with our special guest of the week, Mr. Bill Troilo, veteran rider, just 
inducted into the 2500 win club and growing. This guy's as honest as the day is long, and he's a good guy. Don't want to mess with him. Guy from Philly. Speaking about another guy you don't want to mess with because you're getting mad, and he's getting mad more and more. That's Dangerous Dan. Good evening, Dangerous Dan. What's happening, Ed? As I said, we're not wanting to mess with you because you're, you're telling people off and you're, you're, you're winning. And, I mean, it, what's going to your head? Well, what's in Dangerous Dan's head tonight? It's the spring, Ed. Spring is near. It just does <laughs> something to me. You know what I'm saying? I get where your bro- I get where the wind is blowing, my brother. I know you got some winners for us, Dangerous Dan. Where do I we hope, begin, hope, and how many will you have? I hope. Uh, I hope we have a few. Uh, how about the uh, Pample Moose last week, or Pample Mouse, or whatever Pample you want to call it? Julio uh, got a Derby horse, I think, Ed. He did. He he, d- he does have a Derby horse, but you know, uh, I'm kind of interested. Are we going to have to shift the uh, pro ride surface down to Churchill Downs? I think that this horse will be fine on the dirt. I, I don't see a problem. I, I want to see a race over it, though, before I go thinking he's the next Barbaro or something. Oh, I, but, uh, I, I agree, Danny. I mean, he, the Pamplemousse is something really special. Huli Kanani is a special guy. We talked about him you know, in the racing form. He just seems like a, a guy you'd be uh, content to go have a beer with. He's 71 years old. Speaking of having a beer, he just turned into DUI this past weekend celebrating. Well, did he? Yeah, I mean, how about them apples? You like apples? How about them apples? He he wins the sham, and then he goes out and gets all uh, 90 proof. But, hey, it's worth it. (laughs) I mean, I think I may have tried it. What about you? I remember Mark Gidry won a big race at Turfway one time, and I believe he got in some trouble that night, too. So (laughs) it just happens, I guess. It it happens. I mean, hey, how'd you do last week? Did you do any good for it? All right, I had a first, a second. I'll tell you what, the horse in, in Get Impressed Horse of the Week, I would have to say Quality Road impressed me. Uh, horse isn't nominated, but I think they'll be putting the money up. The horse looked really good winning the Holy Bull. You know, there, were, there I, we had Bill Troy on, and hopefully you were you were on board or, or, or tuned in. You know, and I didn't want to put Bill on the spot. He's a professional rider, and, you know, he, he may be a little touchy around the edges of, you know, just because he tries so hard with everything. You spotted a runner of Bill Troilos that he actually rode. Who is that? I've... I've I really was it Eagle no, Joe. I, 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 I was it Eagle Joe. Eagle Joe, yes. Eagle Joe ran two weeks ago. He's on my horses to watch list. Yes, um, horse was working out in Florida. Showed up. Uh, we were at the Keeneland contest. He shows up on a Friday night. I think he cost me the contest, but he shows up on a Friday night and uh, <laughs> and uh, first time starter. And I was like, why is this horse shipping the turfway after you know a string of nice works at Gulfstream in you know Palmettos? He shows up and uh, wins in hand. Like by five, and now he's the horse has been working out, and I turn to uh to your buddy Steve, who we all know and love, and Steve says, "I think they're prepping that horse for Beam Day." So, so keep your eyes out for Eagle Joe, people. Well, I mean, you know, we may see him on Lane Ten, and anything Billy actually gets booted up on, whether Will Rogers downs or he's he's in the uh, the Big A Belmont, he always tries his hardest. And speaking nice about trying hardest, <laughs> Danny, lead us on with some winners this week. Okay, it wasn't Beam anymore. It's the Lane's End. Sorry. Oh no, no, no. That's okay. People still refer to it as the Beam. As you know, you refer to as many other races. I mean, I think you just got drinking on your mind, buddy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> hey, let's go out to uh, Turfway Saturday. The one mile Wintergreen Stakes for fillies and mares. First is fifty thousand, four year olds and upward. Uh, I like Trollio's horse here, but I'm going to take a shot to beat him here. Trollio's riding Kiss with a Twist who. Uh, horse just won the My Charmer back on December 6th. I uh, had Miguel Mina up that day. I'm going to take a shot with Unspoken Word here, Ed. Unspoken Word, trained by Michael Maker, uh, ridden by Victor LeBron. Horse just won the uh, Likely Exchange back on February 7th by 5. Pretty much went wire to wire. was much best that day. And also before that won an optional claimer uh, by 6 with LeBron. Look for this, look for this mare to uh, pretty much keep... Uh, Keep her winning ways going. A horse that I do like for second, a really lightly raced horse. Take a look at Steady Prospect, the four-year-old filly, APND by a Stormcat mare. Just broke her maiden, but she did it on a dead rail, wire to wire, and won by ten lengths. Look for this horse to improve. Don't think she can win this, but she can get second or third and may trigger a nice exotic. You know, you talked about Bill Troilo, and I like Kiss with a twist. Miguel Mena. Uh, wins with the uh, the favorite in the My Charmer Stakes for Jose Fernandez. Actually, three starts of two wins means winning 67%, but two for three 
with wins at Turfway Park. I, I like Kiss with a Twist, but I respect all of your plays as usual. And uh, I, I don't think you can ever discount Victor LeBron riding for Mike Maker, which scares scares me to no end. There with a lot of speed on the lead. Uh, this guy is uh, he, he's deadly coming from behind or on the lead. But you know what? I'm going to go with uh, our, our special guest of the week. I'm going to go with Kiss with a Twist with Bill Troilo. See if he can take down 50G uh, in the uh, in the big race this weekend. What do we have from there, Danny Boy? Let's go out. Uh, let's go north, Ed. Uh, this is the first race I've done for Aqueduct all year. So let's uh, let's go to the eighth at Aqueduct, the Toboggan Handicap Grade Three. Uh, this is a nice looking race. It's six furlongs uh, for a hundred thousand dollars on the inner dirt. I'm going to go with All Day here. Uh, all Day is a six year old gelding by Malibu Moon out of a thirty eight paces mare, trained by King Leatherberry. Sheldon Russell's in the irons this day. And the thing I like about All Day is never runs a bad race. It has buyers consistently over 100. And if you take a look, runs well off a layoff. Horses, uh, the distance, six starts, only four wins at the distance for 187,000. So I, I look for All Day to, to step up and run big off the layoff, off the bench, and take down this $100,000 purse head. I, I love King Leatherberry. I mean... Take a look at this six-year-old gelding shooting more bullets than Jesse James. I mean, I mean February fourth, forty-six and four, one minute flat, Handley fifty-eight four, forty-six and one. Danny Ah Day with Sheldon Russell in the Irish for King Leatherberry wherever he goes. Now I don't know how old King Leatherberry is, but he's been around for he's been around for quite a few years, and this guy still gets the job done. I thought I had something with Eternal Star uh, uh, Michael Trombetta who's winning at twenty-nine percent and exiting uh, Laurel out of the grade two uh, and ran a really nice uh, nice even race. We've talked about even races. Julian Pimentel, Dan, in, in my opinion, this is a nice grade three, which is uh, might be a little out of his reach. I don't think so. They're dropping this runner here. But I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to box him up there. But I, I respect anything King Leatherberry takes to the track, and, and I'm, I'm going to box him up. But this guy... William Pimentel, if you see a race for 75000 or 50000 somewhere and you see this guy shipping in, you'll mainly see it at Monmouth on the East Coast or you'll see it in the, on the Maryland circuit. This guy, when he ships in, no matter where it's at, he rides on these, on these non-graded stakes. I bet he's making a yeoman's living. He probably, you're probably right there, Ed. He he does he does really well, but I'll tell you what I, I respect King Leatherberry uh, to no end, and I'm going to go ahead and box the two up. Okay, Danny Boy, where do we head from there? Let's go to the Gotham uh, uh, Grade Three, two hundred fifty thousand dollars for three year old Colts and Geldings. Take a look here, Ed. It's a nice race. They're going a mile and sixteenth. Nice little triple crown prep. I, I'm I'm going with Imperial Council, even though I think Haynesfield will be tough. Imperial Council uh, is going to be ridden by Rahib Murrah. Horse breaks maiden, Prado's rode him, uh, comes back going six and a half. Now, horse never been two turns. He's by Empire Maker, trained by Shug McGahee. This horse should relish the two turns, and I think this horse will be a factor on Saturday. you got to box him with Haynesfield, and uh, another horse you may want to throw in there is Mr. Fantasy. Mr. Fantasy is a New York bred, but he's a very uh, nice New York bred. He's by E. Dubai by a spectacular bid mare, and Kieran McLaughlin has him in. So you can't throw him out just because he's a New York bred. I remember a nice little New York gelding named Funnyside who was my first toss out on Derby Day, and we saw what happened. <laughs> and we're still paying the price there. Imperial Council, second off a layoff, uh, Shug McGahey wins 23% of the time uh, from Gulfstream Park, a nice money allowance race. Wins impressively with Prado and the Raja Mara uh, rode uh, rode up at Woodbine and was torturing them, and then made his way back down to the uh, New York Circuit. This guy can flat out ride, can he? Yes, he can. The question I have is, um, where is uh, Raymond Dominguez? Is he hurt? Is he suspended? Um, is he Ramon, riding somewhere else? Raymond Dominguez, I believe, is, is going to be running. He's going to be uh, running at. Uh, excuse me, riding, not running. Because if he's running, I'm not betting on him. I'm not betting on him. Uh, <laughs> I believe he's going to be at Santa Anita this weekend. But uh, in in your race, I like Imperial Council. I like the stalking ability. You're going to go six and a half to a mile on the sixteenth, which is really nice. But someone that that I really like in there that may be a little bit of a price 
halfway decent, I should say, is Masala, uh, Ibar Coa for Todd Pletcher. These guys are 21% in the money the last 60 days. Second time off of a layoff. Also ran really a, a beautiful allowance money race down at Gulfstream Park against Take the Points. And he was all slowly in second best. And Take the Points is taking some heat now and, and taking some notice on the big, uh, on the big screen. Hey, Marcoa, as, as, uh, as you've been watching the Florida circuit for many, many years, has been applying his trade very well, stretching out from a mile to a mile and a 16th. I'm going to box you both up because he's been actually, the three-year-old cult by Lionheart's been vacationing at Paul Meadows. And Danny, I think Masala, it looks like a good uh, good backup to your uh, your runner there. So I'm going to box him up. Dan, can you hang on for the next segment and we'll finish out? And we'll, because I know you got some more winners for us. Yeah, i got a couple more winners for you. I'll hang around. Danny, I like to hear that. Well, it is time to head out to our another break, and when we return, Dangerous Dan is going to be dealing them out, so get your pencils ready, keep them sharp, because it only happens in one place, here on Winning Pony. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes. And the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The opening kickoff is a beauty. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. We're here each and every... Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, talking about the sport of kings. Speaking about the sport of kings, we got our man Dangerous Dan hanging in the lurches. Dangerous, are you there? I am here, Ed. You know what? That makes me warm and fuzzing inside. I am here. If I ever have another horse, I'm going to name it I Am Here. I don't think you'll ever have another one, Ed. Yeah, you never know, buddy. You never know. You know what? You might have one before I will. Uh, if I ever get a horse, it's going to be named Mordecai. Mordecai is. Mordecai. Wow. It would mess with him. <laughs> you got that right. It scares me already. All right, Danny boy, where do we go? Let's go out to the Honest Lady, uh, fifth race to Santa Anita, six furlong, purse of $100,000. Phillies and mare, four year olds and upward. Uh, very uh, competitive race, very uh, even race, I believe. But I, I'm going with Foxy Danzor. Foxy Danzor is a four year old filly by Mr. Greeley, by Wild Again Mare. Uh, Take a look at the running line here. Last race, hopped off slowly, and the horse just wins by a length and a half, you know, and beats a couple in here and 
You know, it's it, amazing that they go from uh, Mike Smith to Joel Rosaro has trouble at the gate and probably ran one of the best races of this horse's career. They stick with Rosaro. I look for this horse to get the same kind of trip, uh, come from off the pace, a lot of speed in here, and I think this horse will get the job done. Just lost to Indian Blessing, two back by three and a quarter. Indian Blessing, the ginger, and B. Sharpson, not uh, five for six in the money. Philly for the course, I'm just going to say ditto. Press onward, Danny boy. Let's go on to the Santa Anita Handicap, $1 million. Grade one, uh, very competitive race here, Ed. And I'm going to take a shot with the hot horse. Uh, horses, this horse, don't. Uh, a lot of people don't think he can get the distance. I think he, uh, he's running good right now, and if he keeps running the way he's running, I think they won't beat him, and that's Cowboy Cal. Uh, he's won two in a row. He's, the last race was in the Strub, and he won easy. It was a really nice price. I had him that day. He went off 3.3 to 1. Soft, led, held game, and Johnny V is going out to ride him for Todd Pletcher. And I like Fletcher's other horse in here, too, as well, Mamba. Mamba's won over a half million dollars on the poly, on synthetic. And the uh, horse did win the um, Bluegrass last year at 8-1. to one. I believe he was 20-1 to one morning line that day. They bet him down to 8-1. to one. Prado had the mount, won. Prado's got the mount in this one. Look for the Fletcher exact of Cowboy Cow and Mamba, Ed. If that's all I need to do. That's it, Ed. That's Throw all I need vision. to do. And, oh, you, by Earl the way, John. you're looking for uh, Ramon Dominguez. He's riding Gio Ponte in the Frank Kilrow, the grade one. Is that what it is? So, uh, yes, he is. Any more Any more dangerous stand hot ones? That, that's pretty much it. I will, I will say this. Um, everybody keep your eyes out for Eagle Joe. I, I do think this horse is in town for a reason. Um, I really would have liked to pick Troller's brain, but uh, I'll le- I leave that up to you, Ed. You're the brain picker. <laughs> I'm a picker, all right. Danny, thanks again. We always appreciate your insights, and we always write down your selections. Dan, until next week, we shall see each other at the races. Good night, Ed. All right, good night, Danny boy. Okay, final furlong. It's time to do some fireball handicapping with me. I'm going to finish up the rest of that Santa Anita card out there Saturday, March 7th. Uh, Santa Anita Oaks, starting bounds in, $5.7 million filly. She wins this. Onward she goes to face the boys, Mike Smith, Bobby Frankel, 3-for-3 three three at Santa Anita. I think this is another poly runner. She is so impressive. I think she can carry herself against the boys. Santa Anita Oaks, she's going to, I think she'll destroy this field. And uh, may, the, may the wagering gods be smiling upon her, this daughter of Tappet. Ninth race of Santa Anita. I like Ventura, Garrett Gomez, Bobby Frankel. Shipping up the ninth at Santa Anita, the Frank Kilro, a nice grade one Ventura. Garrett Gomez, second off of a layoff for Bobby Frankel. They win 23% of the time in the Frankel barn. These guys are only 48% in the money together the last 60 days. And Gomez is a 23% rider, a winning rider on the turf. So I love Ventura. Ventura Boulevard, watch out because here he comes and Gomez gets all lit up. Santa Anita handicap. Danny alluded to some runners in there that we really need to pay attention to. But something that really kind of caught my eye, and uh, one was uh, Zambezi's son, uh, Victor Espinosa for Bobby Frankel, uh, shipping in from France to back, uh, going to go from turf to dirt, a mile and a half to a mile and a quarter. You're going to light them up, and you're going to get a big price on Zambezi's son. That is the 10th race at Santa Anita this weekend on Saturday. So as you've heard the rest of the Santa Anita card, you heard what Dangerous Dan said, and now you're hearing some some flash handicapping. I'm going to do it quick because I think time is of the essence. This final furlong here, the second race of Turfway on Saturday, I absolutely like a little runner in here, and I hope that you can cash a, cash a little bit of a ticket on it, and it is... Awesome rules in the second at Turfway on Saturday. Go to friend of Lariente in the irons for Brent Sanders, dropping from claiming 15 to lifetime, the 5,000 to lifetime, like a rock in the river. Second at Turfway, take a look at awesome rules. Then we go to the fifth at Turfway on Saturday. In here, I like the one awkward moment Rodney Prescott for Steve Hoskins. 
just ran for 5000 back in for 5000 but three on the year. We got Condition Company. The last time it was 5002 on the year, Prescott scores them and schools them as the overwhelming favorite. I think this five-year-old gelding is going to relish the rail, get bet down heavily, but you're going to have to use him in exotics to get your money back. That is awkward moment in the fifth at Turfway on Saturday. On to race number seven. I like a runner in here, Princessa Marin, Johnny McKee for Billy Conley. These guys do very well together, 57% in the money the last 60 days. Got a lot of speed from this little uh, filly here. Princessa Marin is going to be loose on the lead with Johnny McKee. This guy started off his career on fire. He kind of hit the wall there for a while, and he's picking his game back up again. Riders, they have peaks and valleys like any other occupation, and Johnny McKee is one of the most honest riders been compared to on horseback, who he looks like, Pate, which will be our special guest next week. So you're definitely going to want to mark that on your calendar and tune in. But Johnny McKee in the seventh race, Princessa Marin looks really good at Turfway on Saturday. Eighth race, I'm all turfway bound. I'm just caught up into it, and I can't get enough of it. In the eighth race at Turfway, I love complicity. Victor LeBron and Mike Maker, say no more. These guys are winning 49% in the last 60 days together, 76% in the money. You talk about a tandem, somebody not to mess with complicity in the eighth race at Turfway, LeBron and Mike Maker doing it again. And a few that Dan may have, uh, may have just let fall by the wayside because he, have, he was handicapping the big races. The third at Santa Anita on Saturday. It is a mile and an eighth on the turf. I love Carnival Queen. Garrett Gomez for James Lloyd looks really good. Nice filly who's four for five in the money at Santa Anita. Seven for 11 in the money on the turf. Made a really nice three-wide run in the last allowance effort. My favorite part, third off of a layoff, and trainer James Lloyd is in the money 40% of the time. I'll round out with the 11th race of Santa Anita, a mile on the turf, claiming 40000 Who do I like in here? Garrett Gomez again aboard Mount Orient. I think Gomez has a huge day on Saturday in race 11 at Santa Anita. Mount Orient, a speedster. Jerry Hollendorfer, mainly in Northern California, man, is there, and he's there for a reason. Nine for ten in the money at Santa Anita. Catch me if you can, Garrett Gomez in the 11th at Santa Anita. Well, time flies when you're talking about thoroughbred racing. Winning ponies would like to thank Bill Troilo, milestone winner, 2,500. As our special guest, what a nice guy. One of the good guys in racing. Dangerous Dan in his weekend plan, picking all of the big races for us. Always love hearing from Dangerous Dan. And you for tuning in and checking out Winning Ponies. So be sure to tune in next week, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, as our special guest will be Hall of Fame rider Pat Day. So until then, may your winners be many and your photos be few. Good luck, everyone. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network.